When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. I'm Chris, joined alongside by James tonight, and James only. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I heard you didn't get to go to your your plan thing. You weren't supposed to be here, right? But yeah, you I wasn't supposed to be here, but uh, certain situations and certain things caused me to be here, and I got to watch <laughs> the game tonight at least. So, Yeah, it's a, it was a great backup plan because it was a great yeah. game. Man, what an, what an exciting finish by the Stars. My initial reaction to this game was that both teams were doing all that they could to lose. <laughs> and finally, the Stars decided that they were going to take Detroit up on that opportunity. Yeah. What did you think? It, it it definitely felt like a game where both teams were just like, eh, I don't want the momentum. You can have that. I don't want it. Exactly. So. Like we said the other night that the Stars don't like momentum. Yeah. It felt like Detroit didn't either. Because pretty much all night long, any kind any kind of chance that the other team had to take the lead or extend the lead, just taken away. <laughs> so let's let's just get right into the goal scoring. The first period, the first ten minutes was was pretty much dominated by Detroit. I mean, they kind of took it to us, especially on the forecheck. They got they put the puck in deep and they got after our demon, and we couldn't get it out of our zone for the most part. Luckily, the stars somehow survived that. But what do you think about the first ten minutes? Yeah, definitely the the Red Wings were pushing a lot. This is this is something that I honestly expect from the Red Wings. They're a younger team. They're very mm-hmm. fast. So e- even on a normal night, they're going to beat us in the first period, I feel. Mm-hmm. And especially on the second night of a back-to-back, that's got to be in their game plan. Make a skate, I mean. And yeah. they definitely came after us. Luckily, we survived it, though, with some, honestly, some pretty good goaltending by Holtby in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We'll get more into Holtby later on, trust me. But we survived that, and then Ryan Suter, somehow finds the back of the net from Haskinen and Sagan at 12.03 in the first period. And this was the beginning of not just the Nedeljkovic troubles, but the goalie troubles across the board tonight. <laughs> it was a crazy fluke night with for goals, but Suter just kind of gets it in the corner. He kind of like shanks it towards the net, seeing that I there was, I think Pavelski or someone was in front of the net. He tries to shank it towards him. It goes off of a, a stick, I think. I think it goes off defender stick whatever it, it bounces in the little <laughs> hole that he i don't know it shouldn't have gone in <laughs> it shouldn't have <laughs> it gone in a goal it shouldn't have been a goal but anyway we get it and then less than a minute later 23 seconds to be exact detroit answers right back with one of their own by robbie fabry and 
we know that you hate these, James, but the goals in the first minute, the last minute of a period, and goals right after we score. What, what do you think about it? Um, I wanted to cry. Yep. <laughs> because we we it was a it was a goal. We got a goal, a lucky bounce against the flow of the game because the Red Wings were just destroyed us in this first period, and mm-hmm. we couldn't even hold on to it for for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then that was the beginning of the Stars denying momentum. <laughs> yeah. We don't want it. So after that, after that goal from uh, from Detroit, though, the Stars do pick it up a little bit. We're able to get it out of our zone, hold up against the forecheck, and the end of the first period kind of ends in a stalemate. Not a lot of great chances either way, I thought, in the first. What did you well, think of the rest of it? Well, there weren't any great chances because both teams were just chucking it down the ice. My it, goodness, it, the it, amount of icings in that first period. It was ridiculous. It yeah. felt like the first period took the amount that – the other two periods took. And even when there wasn't icings, it was just both teams all night long was just dump and chase, dump and chase. And like, it makes sense for Detroit because th- their whole thing is speed and aggression and stuff. But man, it, that whole, that, the entire first period, you're exactly right. There was no flow at all to the game after the first 10 minutes after Detroit was destroying us. As I, but anyway, put, as I put in the group chat, we were trying to make a cake. Yes. With, with all the, with all the icing, with all the icing. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's very funny, James. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And then moving right along into the second period, uh, we get, well, at the beginning of the second period, the Stars came out well. They come out well in the second period. They're really put, putting on some pressure, staying in the offensive zone, not getting a lot of great chances. And that's kind of a theme of tonight. There wasn't really a lot of great offensive chances, and the game ended 5-4. to four. Yeah. <laughs> Take that how you will. But... Yoel Kiviranta finds the back of the net after Nadelkovich is completely screened. Yeah. And he's he's on the board for the first time in 30 games, I think, was was what they said. Yeah, it, it's it's just a good screen play. And Kivi playing hard as normal. He just decides to turn and throw it at the net as he normally does. And this one, there's a screen in front, so it goes in. So Yeah, and it, it's a good screen from Radulov. I mean, we should give him credit, but... Nadelkovic has got to work a little bit harder to, to get eyes on the puck from there, I think, in my opinion. I mean, I think that's another soft goal. I think the majority of these were soft goals tonight, to be frank. but yeah. I mean, it, it definitely, like, Nadelkovic definitely had, like, the chance to try to fight around that and get vision of the puck. But also, like, Kivi is skating away f- up towards the point, and he just yeah, randomly not, turns around and shoots the puck. Like, not expecting it, it, the shot. It's not expected at all. So, And that's the right play, I think, from Kiviranta. And from that whole fourth line going forward, if you get a chance to put the puck on the net, do, do it every time. Yep. And it's, just, just get, get straight into the fourth line, because especially compared to last game, I thought the fourth line was so good tonight. Like, complete 180 from last night. Last night, they were almost unplayable. And tonight, they were really offensive driving force. I mean, you Kiviranta scores the goal. Peterson draws two penalties in important times of the game, too. They had a really good night. It was a great response from them. It, it really was. It was really nice to to see to see them bounce back even from a bad game. Yeah, and the time on ice reflects that, too. I mean, it's pretty even overall. I mean, th- of course, the the better guys have a few more minutes, but it, it's not the, the cut in half like it was last game. And we really needed that, and especially going into overtime, getting as much ice time out of the fourth line as we could turn, turns up huge, I think, in my opinion. So and I, really I, great from them. And I think a big part of that fourth line doing a little better is that we get, we get Radulov back so we can, we, we have just that little bit of extra push and grit in our game. 
And Radulov looked he he didn't look dejected playing on the fourth line. He looked like he was getting after it too, especially on the forecheck. He got into trouble for it later on in the game on a on a penalty, yeah. and that wasn't great. But overall, I loved the aggression. I loved how hard he was playing out there, uh, and the emotion that he brought to that line too. I feel like that helps a lot because I feel like that line with without having Radulov on there, it just feels like. They're just kind of thrown together, and they're like, ah, whatever, we'll go out there and play. But with Rad's on there, those guys, they want to score for him. They want to see him excited. Especially when when it's younger guys and they get a chance to play with this veteran player. It it, it definitely, I'm sure, is, is a confidence boost to the younger players too. Mm-hmm. Maybe same kind of thing as the top line with Pavelski with uh, Henson uh, Robo. I mean, same kind of deal there. But anyway, moving on from that. So the Stars, after the goal, I didn't think played great. And that is very much reflected in the next two goals. Pius Suter scores on a goal that has to be saved every single time. There's no reason that puck should find the back of the net. I mean, he, he just missed it. I mean, it yeah. looked like he needed glasses. Yeah, definitely. It's it's uh, Holtby definitely had a hard night. I don't know if that's from him playing last game or not, but he definitely let in a few soft ones tonight. Yeah, and then right after right after that, uh, Dylan Larkin scores on another one that I, I, I don't know. I don't think that one should be going in either. Honestly, I mean, it, it is it, is that the one where uh, where Klinger fell down yeah, Kling, on the back check? Klinger Klinger is still having a very rough time on the defensive end of the puck. He's, he fell down like three times when it was and, only him with the puck in really yeah. weird situations, and, and uh, Rodell's got a good point there. Maybe it's just he's being too casual. Like it's maybe it's not like just defensive mistakes. It's just he's not mentally all there in the game. What, what, well, what do you they, think about the whole situation? They talked about it on the broadcast that like maybe the trade rumors are probably messing with his play there. And, and I there's I, no I think doubt that's definitely that, yeah, that's definitely true. But it, it's it, it's just so frustrating to see him on the defensive side of the puck, just not be able to do it anymore. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can understand having something else in the back of your mind because that, that's, a, that's a tough situation. He's been in Dallas all of his career. He wants to stay in Dallas, and he's not getting what he feels that he deserves. That's obviously a, a stressful situation for him. And But you got you to be professional about it, I think, in my opinion, when it comes down to it. You got to find a way to, to block that out and to do your job. I mean, that's what his job is. He's getting... Uh, it sounds sounds rude and rough, but when you're getting paid millions of dollars to to play a game, you got to figure out the mental side of it. I feel like, uh, and may- maybe that's got to be part of what Dallas coaching staff or just support staff has to do too. I don't know if they have like a. Uh, I know a lot of professional teams now have like a, like not mental coaches like, it's like sports psych- psychologists. Yeah, that's what it is. they have like sports psychologists on site. I don't know if the stars have something like that. I, I hope they do because it's, it's a huge part of the game, obviously. But if not, then if we need one. <laughs> but anyway, the whole rest of that period, same. It turned into the first period a little bit too. The, the pace of play kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, not really any great chances. And then out of nowhere, at the end of the period, Essa Lindell banks one in off of Nadalkovich, and that's a godsend. Yeah, for, it's it's the exact same angle that Suter scored his on, and mm-hmm. I I don't know what is what Nedeljkovic's problem was with that, just that angle tonight. But he he lets in two soft ones, and this one just trickles underneath his pad, which I don't know how that happens. 
Yeah, there's just, no way that one should have gone. No excuse. In. It, 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 I think that one was worse than the suitor one. Almost I definitely so. was. Yeah, but anyway, this is an example of Detroit won this period pretty solidly after the first five minutes, and somehow the stars come out of it with uh, with not I, losing it, which yeah, is I pretty much the it. opposite of what we've been doing recently. So overall, second period not good, but on the road, if we can find a way to keep it even, I'm cool with that. And that's that's definitely it, it. Definitely felt nice to go into that third period tied three three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it is huge, especially for morale. Uh, but going into it, the third period, I feel like it is. It's pretty back and forth. I mean, there's chances going both ways. This was the most wide open period out of all three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, just back and forth all around. And then isn't this one on the Radulov penalty? Yes. Yeah. So Radulov gets a penalty. He's forechecking a little too hard. He argued it going into the box. It, it he headlocked him. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's not a good penalty to take, but you kind you kind of got to expect that from Radulov. He's he's one of the higher penalty minute takers in 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 history for us, yeah. especially history. especially coming back in his in his first game in a while in the last five. Yeah. He he wants to get back into the game and he wants to be physical. That's that's how he plays the game. He's bound to get a penalty or two. Mm-hmm. And from that penalty, Tyler Bertuzzi scores. Making it what would they say like that that the stars have a lot of power play goal in twelve of thirteen games or something? Yeah, it's seven straight now. Seven straight now. So penalty kill Not still good. sucks. We'll we'll get into that a little bit later too. But man, that was that was a dagger right there. I mean, after that goal, I was I was pretty certain the game was over. Uh, it definitely felt like it. Yeah especially given the stars history on six on five, which is not good. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's what it goes to. The stars pull their goalie with about with less than two minutes left. Uh, they get good zone pressure. I mean, the six on five looks much better tonight. E- even before the goal happened, it felt like we were getting good pressure. We were taking lots of shots, obviously because Nadalkovic wasn't all there tonight. Um, but we got some good pressure and then we get a lucky bounce. So, Shot on net, bounces straight up into the air. The Red Wings just stand still, don't know what to do. Falls right into Jason Robertson's lap, right on his forehand. And this guy is hot, he's clutch, and he's not going to miss when you give him a forehand in the slot to tie the game up. He buries it, making it 4-4. to And I was not expecting that, and I jumped up screaming, dude. This is as hype as I've been in like two months for a Stars game. Robertson coming in clutch, coming back for his second game and i'm pretty sure the there were four red wings standing all next to that puck and i'm pretty sure one of them had it and robertson took it off his stick and slammed it in after that so it was i don't know how it happened (laughs) he he just seems to get these bounces if he's sitting in front of the net they just it just bounces to him and 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 wherever it bounces to him from i mean we saw he got like he got between his feet the other night and he still he still scored still roofed it like it doesn't and, matter where he gets it he just puts it in and that's what i think his best like like when you think about jason robertson you don't think that he has like the greatest like hockey skills you know like he's not yeah. fast like gurry he doesn't have a wicked wrister like sagan does but he just finds a way to score and i think what it is is it's his hands he can put a puck on the net from pretty much anywhere and he showed that last night baseball batting it out of midair he shows that tonight just the concentration to know where the puck is going to be and to as soon as you get it on your tape, fire it immediately. It's just so smooth. 
and he's just got like razor said he's got a knack for it <laughs> he's got a knack for finding the twine especially in big moments yeah, and that, that's something that i want to get i want to get into robertson later so let's yeah yeah definitely <laughs> so anyway it goes into overtime of course neither team was interested in trying to get the game winning goal nope. in the third period uh but into overtime the stars are shooting in overtime they shot yeah. the puck a lot i think detroit had one shot on goal in the overtime and yeah, Stars pretty much controlled it after the opening draw. Um, from that, eventually the Stars get it back in their own zone. Haskin makes a great play on somebody who has a chance to to make something happen, but he ties – who was it? It was uh, – was it Fabry? Uh, yeah, Fabry. Yeah, it was R- Robbie Fabry. Uh, he's going to tie him up, takes him all the way to the end boards. He's not happy about it. He feels like he's been he's been held or something. So he takes a swing at Rope, and Rope goes down, and that's a power play. I mean, it was, it was five feet in front of the ref. It's going to get called. He's got no choice. Yeah, and, and honestly, it might have been a pretty weak, like, little slash on him, but it, it was enough to pull him down. So yeah. it's it's a penalty. Well, and it was from above the shoulder all the way down to his, to his skate, too. I mean, yeah. th- there's no there was no dive there. I mean, it, it was totally a penalty. And then four on three... We just put our first line out there, honestly. We put our first line yeah. out there with Klingberg, and it it was masterful. So first off, Pavelski, he's he's on the near board, and the first two times he gets the puck, immediately puts it on net, and that sets it up. From there, he, he gets one dish that that gets that gets deflected and knocked away. Uh, no, I think it was a whiff by uh by Hints actually, and then we we keep it in the zone still. Gets back up to Klinger, gets to Pavelski again. He fakes the one-timer, makes the defenseman bite hard on blocking the shot, gives it off to Hintz right in front of the goaltender who taps it home and it trickles into the net. Yep. And, and, and what, a, what, what a perfect way to end the net in the game. Just just the puck trickle across just, the just line. Just like, slowly rolling. Like the other like seven times it went in the net. It's just the slow-mo, no. <laughs> yeah. But it was great. I loved it so much. And... Man, that goal just shows the intelligence of Pavelski because he set that up 100%. He knew exactly what he was doing from, and, from those first two shots. At first, I was thinking, man, he's he's getting a little little excited out there. But no, he, he knew what he was doing the whole time. Totally fooled the fooled the de- Detroit defenseman. And what's even crazier is Pavelski gets the primary assist on the last three goals that the Stars had. So yeah. he was he was working. P- Pavelski with a huge night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that's the end of the game. Man, I was hyped, especially at the very end. The whole the, during the middle of the game, I was just so frustrated because it's it's been the same kind of story the past three games. We can't keep anything out of our own net, but somehow we find ways to score goals. But man, comeback is always going to be fun. So yeah. really, really fun game tonight. Yeah. And we didn't have to shoot fifty shots tonight. And we didn't have to shoot. <laughs> we honestly, we got we got to the thirty point that you said that we should get every every away game. Yeah, so. if we shot fifty shots tonight, we would have scored ten times the way Nadalkovich was playing. Hey guys, this is Ryan. We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down. To Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. 
If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the action of the divisional round. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their very first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years of age or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> so, anyway, that's the, that's the whole game. Let's get into some storylines here. First off, we're going to get into Jason Robertson. I mean... I, we already talked about it before on our text messages. Yeah, but he's the best stuff. player on the Dallas Stars. Tell tell us why, James. Tell us why. So so I actually I have these moments where I just look at the stat sheets throughout the season, and I was looking at the stat sheet for this season so far, and Jason Robertson is like by far our best player on the season in stats. He has, he, well now he's tied for game winning goals because Rope scored the one tonight. So he has five game winning goals since has five game winning goals, but. Rope also is like he's averaging over a point per game and he's played like six games less than Rope. He his shot percentage is like 19% right now, which is like that that's that's the best on the team by far. And it it's it's crazy what he's been doing. Yeah. And a shot percentage that high means he's not shooting enough. <laughs> he needs to yeah. shoot more. No, he has <laughs> he has less shots than than Pavelski and Hens. He has like 20 shots less than hence. Yeah, so. he needs to shoot a lot more. And it feels like when he's playing, it feels like he shoots a lot. But he just doesn't have that many. And his that's his shooting percentage is just that high. So yeah, he's by far, even between Pavelski too, Jason Robertson, he, he is the key to this team. I mean, if you think about the, the two big goals he's had the past two nights, if he was just in the game for the Montreal game, I feel like we win it. I mean, just the way that he plays, if he's just so clutch, he comes up big in these moments. He, like you said, every time he shoots, the pocket finds the back of the net and he gets the good bounces, especially recently. So it, I just he, think he's the, he's the big difference maker for this team, especially right now. Yeah, the, especially this season. Yeah, you're right. He's just, it, he's an unstoppable force right now. Mm-hmm. And like Ryan talked about last night, it's great for right now, but it could be a little, a little bit scary coming the offseason because Jason Robertson's contract is up. So he will be an RFA, but he can still ask for a, a good chunk of change, I think. But anyway, moving on from, from Robertson, the next one is the PK. It's bad. It, it, it continues to be bad, and nothing is changing with it. I mean, what do you think is going on, James? Uh, honestly i have no clue because it, it really doesn't feel like we've changed anything from when we went on that like really good streak of when we were doing really good like may- maybe the only thing i could think is we're being a little too aggressive up on top but i i really don't know i don't know what's wrong with it yeah i think the main thing it's been cross crease pra- passes is what it's been and this one is attempted to be a cross crease pass but i think uh 
I think, oh man, I lost who it was. I think Bertuzzi kind of knew that if that his pass was blocked, it was deflected towards the net anyway. So I think it was kind of an accidentally on purpose kind of, kind of deal, but it, it's those below the dots passes going through the slot and into the slot that have been costing us, especially lately. And I feel like you just got like, like Glenn, like Lindell did on that play. You got to get down. You got to, you got to stop that pass at all costs. And that pass has just been going through so much recently. And Esselindell is out of position. Like Racer mentioned, you got to be on the far post to defend against that. He's, he's not in the right spot. And if he's going to be, if he's going to be doing that, he can't go down vertical. He's got to get on his hands and knees and block the pass. To, so he has more control to keep it out of the net. But I, I really think it's down low more than, more than up top. So yeah. Either way, coaching staff has got to figure something out on it because it's not acceptable right now. We're going to get creamed once we play. Like, Detroit doesn't even have the best power play ever. I mean, Montreal didn't have the best power play ever. Buffalo didn't have the best power play ever. And they're still getting – still scoring on us consistently. And and it's it's very upsetting to watch. It's like every time a team goes on a power play, it's like, oh, well, there goes one tonight. Yep. So – and next on the bad list, we'll we'll get into Klinger again, just because you didn't get to talk about it last night. Yeah, but we, we already talked about it a little bit, but it, it feels I'll like try es- to keep especially, it <laughs> especially defensively, it just feels like he, he's not all there. And we talked about it a little bit, but he, give me give me your thoughts on it. He's having such a rough time on the defensive side. It, I don't I don't know if he if it's really confidence or like or or what but it just feels like he doesn't he forgets how to play hockey when he's in his own zone now yeah and that and that's the that's a that's a good statement because it's not like he's making mistakes per se, like mental mistakes like he's not just making bad passes he's like falling on his butt or like yeah. whiffing on a pass and it and that's why i thought Rodell made a good point like maybe it's just too casual maybe it's a lap lapse of thinking but it, whatever it is he, he needs to figure it out because it's it, I, I I'm starting to think you're right because I was making the point earlier that maybe it's because we're looking for it more because we know he's on the way out. But I mean, he, he fell he, down three times tonight in key yeah. defensive moments. He he just fell, and he whiffed on multiple passes. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't I don't think I'm I'm being too critical here anymore. It definitely just feels like a slump to me, though. He's he's gonna figure it out. I just. I hope it doesn't take too much longer because it is it's miserable to watch him play right now. Yeah. But luckily the slump is not on the offensive end because yeah, it's it's a big secondary assist in, in the overtime. And he he was really integral in all that play. He knew exactly what was going on too. It wasn't just Pavelski kind of taking it on his own. Klinger was feeding it to him on purpose. He knew what was going on. So yeah. it was a great play. O- overall by those four guys, it just it felt like they just filleted the penalty kill of Detroit. It was just so much fun to watch. It was it was, it was great. So, and, and he he's definitely showing that his strengths are on the power play, which is why mm-hmm. he's on the first power play unit. So, which is something he's been good at his entire career. I mean, the the power play is something. I mean, that was his kitchen. I mean, we that was when we first talked about quarterbacking the power play. That was Klingberg. He he was he was the guy. And I mean, honestly. I would be okay if he was out there the whole two minutes the way Ovi is on the on the Washington yeah, power play. Just sits there. <laughs> well, he he wouldn't just sit there. He just dance around the top and yeah. dish it off to people because it it's great. It I I don't like Suter doing it still. I know he's still trying to force that, but I I don't like Suter on the on the power play. He hasn't looked great. 
I mean, he's gotten some assists from it, but I don't, I don't think due to him, but yeah, that's all I got for that. Moving into the stats for tonight, stars in the ninth with 32 shots on goal to Detroit's 28. They were pretty much even that only happens because we were down at the end and we were pushing and then we got the power play in overtime. Uh, face-off percentage, bad for the Stars. They they win at 51% to 49%. Uh, that, that's got to be better. I mean, I, I, had, I haven't looked at anyone's personal stats it, on it. Let me pull it up over I mean, here. The, it's been uh, – Fox has been kind of in a slump on his face-off percentage recently. He's, yeah, I haven't noticed. Yeah, he he's slowly been just doing worse and worse. And l- luckily, Glenn Denning's there to actually pick him back up. So now, now what we signed mm-hmm. Glenn Denning for, he's – by far the best on the stars at so yeah so that that is good to see especially if we can get both those guys going maybe that's the key to our, to our penalty kill i mean just have glendon and fox win every draw i mean honestly <laughs> then it won't be a problem yeah then, then there's no issues uh moving on to power play stars are one for five which we take it <laughs> kind of bad but the time we got it we'll take it that's exactly right detroit one for four we already talked about that a ton terrible uh, hits were 18-8 for the Stars. The Stars were way more physical a- after the first 10 minutes. The Detroit took us to it, took it to us the first 10 minutes. After that, the Stars were really making their presence known. 15 blocks for the Stars, 11 for Detroit, four giveaways, seven for Detroit. That doesn't. That's a stupid stat. Yeah, whatever. The rest don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> the the blocks were definitely a thing that we that was part of our early game strategy tonight. It was. And it, it's one of the things that we haven't actually talked about yet was uh, Michael Roffel actually going down to block that shot early in the second period and right. not returning. Yeah, which so. is really unfortunate. He he's been great, especially on on penalty kills and stuff this year. He's 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 a role player. He knows that and he fills the role really well. And he's been getting great chances recently. He just hasn't been burying them. It feels like maybe if he got one, it'd break the dam open, but. He he's out for now. We'll see exactly what happened. Uh, th- did you see exactly where the puck hit him at? I I, I don't I can't it, remember. It looked like back thigh, kind of. I don't know. It was it was lower body. It was uh, he went off limping. So it hopefully it hit him in the in the meat of his thigh because hopefully that would just be a bone bruise. But anything on the ankle or the knee, that's when it it really starts getting scary. But anyway, yeah, we're hoping for him to get better. Uh, other than that, we got scoring chances from natural stat trick. The high danger chances, pretty much even, uh, seven for Detroit, six for the stars. Um, the, the normal scoring chances were 29 for the stars, 23 for Detroit. So those were pretty much even as well. Yep. Uh, it, it, it was not a good game to sum it up. <laughs> the game was bad, but what an exciting finish. And it, the key I'm going to take away from this is the stars are showing emotion and they're showing pushback and they're showing that they want to get back into this season. And if they do that, I, I think we'll be good. Yeah. And this, this, these little, this four game game road trip that we're on is really where, where we're going to have to start building our confidence in a way because we get four, four games against easier opponents in their home building. Mm-hmm. If we can, if we can just learn how to beat any team on the on the road right now consistently and hopefully we can translate that to winning some more important games Mm -hmm. yep exactly speaking of the next home games uh upcoming we've got on monday we've got philadelphia and then same thing back to back on tuesday we got new jersey both of those teams below 500 you have 
to have both of them. I mean, you really do. We I talked about it before the road trip started. We have to go four for four on this road trip. And it, it's a great start. It's a great comeback to keep that going. And especially against these worst teams, we got to do it. Philadelphia has been playing a little bit better as of recently. So that's something to keep an eye on. But it, it, there can't be an excuse at this point. We've, we've got to get these points. And like you said, we've got to build that confidence on the road. For sure. So anything... And- yeah, go ahead. These these games, these next two are, I think, are going to be a little bit harder. Honestly, these are two teams that are going to fight a little bit more. They're a little bit more grit. The two teams that we just played were the Sabers and the Red Wings. Those are younger teams. They're faster. They're trying to beat you with speed. So we we're going from trying to beat people with speed with to trying to beat people with more physical play. So it's I feel like it's going to be harder to crawl back in these next two games if we get behind so so let's not let's not get behind let's jump on them early is, is what you're saying there and i i definitely agree these veteran teams are not going to be as likely to give up those comebacks so that's a very good point uh other than that anything else that you want to mention james Nope. we're all good we'll see y'all again on monday night i forgot to mention thank you to DraftKings for st- sponsoring this podcast use the code thpn at the DraftKings site that lets them know that we sent you and it gets you some free stuff and that's great you like free stuff we like free stuff helps get us money helps us do this for free we love it it'll help me get an authentic instead of a, a fanatics jersey so help me out with that <laughs> but anyway thank you so much guys I hope you all enjoyed the game tonight. I know I did. It was super fun. We'll see you all again on Monday night. We will catch you on the flip side. Good night.